Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers. I'm Erin Fraser. And I'm Matt Bose. Well, lovers, we've reached a new milestone. Two million downloads slash listens slash whatever they're called. We can't thank you enough, and we're here to celebrate by apologizing for everything we've gotten wrong over the past eight and a half years. Do I still recommend Gunde? Will we ever be able to confidently pronounce anything? Why did we start this podcast in the first place? All this, and hopefully more. This is our Unplugged album. <laughs> sure. Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people. Yes, so uh, we've reached two million listens. That's that's crazy, Matt. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. We they... like we as we often like to say, was your mom who yeah. downloaded it two million times. So thanks, Cease. Big shout out to my mom, uh, who's, you know, yeah, just hit that listen button over and over again, over again. No, Have and you made her watch a Hindi film? She watched Dilda Dakane Do, Siddhar Udham, and Dangal. She's And the lunchbox. Yeah. 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 She turned off Airlift. That's a weird one. <laughs> well, she she was interested in Nimrat Kaur after um after the lunchbox, so I recommended it because you know yeah. it's one of Akshay Kumar's more serious films. Um, okay, <laughs> me talking about my mom is—I uh, mean, I love her. A million um, apologies, part one. But not part but one. Not sorry the point. for sorry for making you talk about your mom. <laughs> but not the point of this show uh, or this episode. But this is admittedly we're flying a little blind. We don't really have a huge structure for this episode, and it is potentially a bit self-indulgent. This could be a mistake. Um, it could definitely be a mistake. Is it going to be worse than our one million listener mistake? I I don't know. Because <laughs> don't listen to that one. But we answered <laughs> sixty questions from from listeners from listeners like you. Yeah, and uh, it was exhausting. It was yes. Uh, I think this will be shorter, but we wanted to do something to commemorate um, this milestone and. And, and thank you. I mean, I don't know if this episode will serve as a thank you, but I, we do want to thank you all for listening and, and hanging in there with us uh, over the past eight and a half years. And as Canadians, we're contractually obligated to apologize <laughs> yeah. um, a lot. Yeah. So we wanted to reflect a bit on the show. And I think one thing that... It's been nine years now. Eight and a half. Sure. We started September 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Eight and a half years. That's crazy. It is. Yeah. It's two presidential terms. <laughs> and Matt, I think like one thing that you and I have discussed over the years is kind of a bit of um, a bit of the first pancake that is our first episode and especially a lot of our early episodes. And I listened to it again, though. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, I can't bring myself to do that. It is, I think it is you one would of, do fine. It is one of our most popular episodes because I think, you know, people think, oh, start at the beginning. Um, but do not. <laughs> don't do that. Actually. Yeah, I don't necessarily think it's For some reason, you're starting with this episode. Do not go to the first episode. That's a terrible idea. I think so. And we've toyed with the idea of replacing it. Um, but you actually did listen to it again where we, you know naively set out our thesis statement about what we thought this show was going to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I listened to it while walking to work and uh, eating a burrito yesterday. <laughs> and on the whole, I think it's fine. Okay. I think our audio quality has gotten better. I would hope so. Um, not much better, but <laughs> sli slightly better. 
but yeah, we like the thing is we started off trying to disabuse people of notions, right? Because we didn't necessarily know who our audience was going to be. Yeah. We'll talk about it in a minute. But there's, and there's, maybe we were the ones in hindsight that needed to be disabused of notions. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good self-reflective exercise for anyone yeah. to do. Um, I think I was just trying to sound fancy, <laughs> um, bringing up film studies terms and mm. trying to sound erudite and mm -hmm. long-time listeners of this podcast. No, that's not true. I didn't listen to the second one, which is where we really got into the uh, screwing up pronunciations and stuff yeah. and talking about actors and what we thought of them. But the, the main takeaways I came from listening to this, actually, was walking around, I'd stop, type it out on my phone, <laughs> then go back to walking. Yeah. Um, so while we made a point of talking about how the Indian film industry is not the same as the Hindi film industry, I think we hadn't really understood yet how important the South Indian film industry was. Because, mm. uh, you know, they're going back easily as long as Hindi mm -hmm. and I think we still kind of had that pan-Indian notion of Hindi cinema hmm. and you know the past f five years or so whenever Bahubali came out that's really disabused me of the notion that Hindi cinema is the most important one coming mm -hmm. out of India um, and in fact I would almost disagree until this year mm -hmm. like it feels like um, Pathan, Gadar 2, I guess, Animal, um, and uh, uh, Joan. These were like gigantic successes and had mm -hmm. something to say. Presumably, I haven't watched a couple of those yet. This, this year in particular, 2023, seems like one where Hindi cinema was important again. Mm -hmm. But for the past four or five, I don't think it has been as much. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. And I'd also say, I mean, we're very clear on the focus of this show, which yeah. I think, I think for, for this project and for what we're doing, it's important to be, but well, we can't, we, we have a hard enough time watching Hindi cinema and grappling with it and learning about all the different players involved and yeah. the families and the yes. history going back, like if you think we get things wrong about Hindi cinema sometimes, just let us at Malayalam cinema. Let us look at the Tamil film industry. Yeah. We enjoy watching those kind of recreationally. It's a funny thing to say. Mm -hmm. Like, we watch them more because, like, something is popping up and becoming really important, mm -hmm. like Triple R or PS something like one. that. PS1. Yeah. Um, but, like, we have our hands full trying to grapple with one foreign film industry, much yeah. less... Uh, many others. Yeah. With that being said, kind of when I reflect on things um, and just think about kind of our experience watching Indian, not just Bollywood, but Indian cinema, is I feel like I've really given um, short shrift to Punjabi cinema. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I'm kind of really interested um, this year is to try to catch up with the some of the gems in, in the Punjabi cinema space. Don't expect um, those on the podcast, though. This no, will be, again, for recreational watch. Yeah, not necessarily. But I would start... I, I would like to have a bit more of a perspective outside of Bollywood. But as you say, like, you know, we, we do a lot of watching for this podcast. We've had an especially busy year this past year where we've just been out of town a lot. Um, Luckily, and, there wasn't that many good movies coming. Yeah, so yeah. Kind of so, you know, despite me saying that, like, I want, I want to do, I want to watch some more stuff this year from 
uh, other industries, other uh, other languages. Uh, I don't know like when I'm gonna find the time, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping because then I have I have some little lists going, um, especially with with Punjabi cinema because I I feel like I feel like I've been harsh on it in the past and I that like is to... definitely the one I have not seen one of yeah I have not seen a single Punjabi film and we have a very large um, Punjabi population here in Edmonton where we live a very large Sikh population and yeah. I'd like to you know I'd like to understand my neighbors better right yeah I mean like we've watched kind of the bigger again South Indian yeah. films but uh, Northern India yeah. pretty unaware of yeah so what are your other observations from our first episode? Okay, this one is kind of charming. Okay. Um, so this is a two-parter. When we did the first episode, we really hadn't watched any bad movies yet. <laughs> and uh, we were also talking about the length of films mm. and talking about like how, oh, the new Transformers is two and a half hours long. And when you think about it, Indian movies pack a lot of plot into their two and a half hours long. Yeah. Uh, but no, they don't. <laughs> like, like any like any film industry. There's a lot we, of filler. We were watching a lot of like we were just watching yeah. kind of the all time classics at that point, mm-hmm. and we hadn't realized like oh, actually a lot of these can be really bad, yeah. and uh, the hours don't quote fly by because they're paced really well. <laughs> a lot of Hindi films are actually paced very badly. Yeah. And. Um, I think especially we hadn't seen a lot of comedies at that point, which, mm. uh, it, again, we harp on this a lot, but if you don't speak the language, a lot of that uh, wordplay and stuff is not going to register, mm-hmm. and they feel way too long. And especially horror movies, uh, something we try to champion on the podcast, <laughs> um, they don't really fit into a two-and-a-half-hour framework. And yeah. even then, I think they're usually shorter. But they uh, they often try to work in the, um, like we heard with Sonny Singh, the kind of, well, we need to know all about this hero's background right, and all yeah. the people in his world and stuff. And that very specifically does not work in the horror movie where you want the characters mm-hmm. to be isolated and... Yeah, I'm thinking specifically of Boot the Ghost Ship, whatever that one is. Like, I think that was part one, too. Was part one, part yeah. Two? Like, <laughs> like, actually, that felt really, really long, and it was not um, paced in such a way yeah. that I thought worked really well. So there you go. That's We hadn't seen any bad movies yet, and also pacing had not become an issue for us at this yeah. point. Because well, we were just watching bangers. Yeah, like, I ha- I, like at work... Um, my my previous job in film classification, where is I was watching every movie that came out in the province. Uh, I mean, I did see some stuff that I did not enjoy, mm-hmm. uh, but I think with you and the stuff that you and I were choosing to watch together and at home and kind of in our initial study that got us excited about uh, Bollywood. Yeah, we were watching like a lot of the big hits that were recommended to us. And I think we also Canonical just, stuff. Yeah, and I think we were also just kind of, we indiscriminately liked everything because we were excited about um, about this new cinematic adventure that we were on. Quote, unquote. Yes. Yeah. Why, why are we quote, unquote that? I guess it's new for us, but the cinema, the cinema itself is old. Yes, but it was a new cinematic adventure for us. For us. Yes. yes. 
Uh, and so I think kind of in that honeymoon phase, so to speak, we, sure. we yeah, we indiscriminately kind of, I think, liked everything. Um, but now that, you know, we, we've covered over 500 films on this podcast, uh, I think we have a better understanding of our own taste yeah. of, you know, the range uh, of, of film content that there's out there. There's a lot of themes that we would not have encountered in those early ones yeah. that have since, you know, we've seen the sort of the string pulling behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. um, I know one that bothers you a lot is uh, movies focusing on police violence yeah. and the virtuousness mm -hmm. of same. Um, and at that point, like we watched Day or something where... Yeah. You know, it's kind of novel to see the police use, you know, harsher mm -hmm. methods, you know, mm -hmm. than, than they would here. But after watching all of Debung, all of Singham, all of that whole cinematic universe, all, all the, the cop universe stuff, it really gets kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, we weren't exhausted um, yet. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the uh, anti-Pakistan films... Mm -hmm. um, and anti-Muslim anti anti stuff yeah. like that's definitely ramped up in popularity sense mm -hmm. but it was always there um, you weren't really getting these like X tapes or whatever the Anupam Care type stuff like we weren't seeing those out yet but mm -hmm. they were coming but you'd see stuff like uh, Phantom I remember that one was kind of a challenging watch yeah. And like, sure, our liberal sensibilities are getting uh, disrupted by this, but I don't know enough about living in India to know if that would be the majority opinion. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think at Or first, are we just getting this sort of reactionary stuff? Because that's what gets popular. Yeah. I think at first, um, we didn't have context mm -hmm. for a lot of what we were watching and we were enjoying it, but it wasn't until we were watching more, reading more, talking about things more that we started to develop that context. And like, mm -hmm. we will obviously never have the cultural context, mm -hmm. um, but like learning more about the historical context and the political context and all of those things um, that come into play in any culture's popular cinema. Which I'm not saying we're experts in no, now either. Neither am I. But we do know more than we did eight and a half years ago. Yes, and that's something that, like that's a perspective that you only gain by doing this kind of, but by, by doing what we've been doing. Immersion. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's your next point? Well, the other one was that we said that basically like all of these movies, I think we'd watched a lot of Masala. Yeah. And a lot was, of popular, big popular stuff with yeah. big stars. But it was a lot of like, if you get bored, wait five minutes and then you'll get <laughs> some romance or right. you'll get some comedy. Whereas, like, obviously, uh, Hindi cinema, you can have movies that are just straight comedy yeah. or straight romance or, like, it's, that's actually not every movie that mm -hmm. shifts wildly in tone all yeah. the time. But we kind of felt like it did because that was a lot of the canonical big ones that we'd watched at that time were that kind of masala. Yeah, I think a lot of, a lot of the things that we thought early on, um, well, while they're not necessarily, like, wildly incorrect we've been disproven on on many things um, mm -hmm. because you can't kind of make the kind of generalizations that I think we initially 
had from, you know, like reading about things in our intro to film studies textbooks. Um, and the different history of Bollywood books we read before even starting the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I mean, I know we had a different perspective um, about who the audience was going to be because well, that's we, kind of the big one. Yeah. Yeah. I think we really thought, um, well, A, we never thought we would get to 2 million listens. This is wild. Also, the name um, of our first episode is Your First Bollywood Film. Yes. Which, as it turns out, looking at our audience numbers, your first Bollywood film you saw when you were like <laughs> six months old, probably. Yeah, I don't think we ever um, thought about uh, our listenership in in India, in Pakistan, all over the world. Mauritius. Like I, we didn't we didn't think about that. In many ways, you know, we were naive, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> very naive. And in hindsight, you know, I I really recognize that. Um, well, I, we should we, like like let's just say what we thought the original concept of the show was going to be. Well, we thought we would be talking to kind of cinephiles like us who are interested in Indian cinema, or interested in just sort of foreign cinema. Yeah, like, you know, you, you might have seen Kurosawa, or you might have seen yeah. Aki Kurosaki or something, and you were interested. Like, well, I've heard a little bit about Bollywood. Let me look into that. Yeah, so we thought we were wrong. We were wrong. We were wrong about that. Yeah, we thought we thought it would kind of be people like us who were, you know, interested in Asian popular cinema, uh, and and wanted to find a way to get into it, which is what we were doing ourselves. Um, And yeah, that that is not how things worked out. And in hindsight. I don't really know how people who were not interest, already interested or already immersed in Indian cinema would have like come across our show and wanted to listen to it. Maybe through connection with <laughs> Treasure of the Movies, but yeah, right. like, well, like yeah. we didn't really... We learned quickly that our yeah. main audience was people who were already familiar with it and were just intrigued by yeah. two luckless Canadians wandering in. <laughs> uh, but and- like, like, we didn't really go down this sort of... Western film podcast world of like trying to interact with a lot of other no. podcasts, yeah. um, at least based on Western films. Mm-hmm. Like we quickly realized, like, oh, we need to learn about the community, who these movies are made for, yeah. and find uh, people who will want to talk to us, and mm-hmm. find authors who've written books mm-hmm. who are interested in uh, talking to us, and. I think we have found quite a lot of great community out of this podcast. Yeah. I'm very happy about it. But if I was to tell myself eight and a half years ago what was going to happen, it would be really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, when we started to become interested in Bollywood, I don't think I ever would have predicted um, the impact that it's had on my life. Um, not just like doing the show for the past eight and a half years, but the friendships we've made, mm-hmm. um, the connections, like it's, it's we a- met Manoj Bajpayee. <laughs> well, over Zoom, yes, but like this is this is we were at a like a a, a Zoom meeting with like the Indian Coalition for Soft Power or something, <laughs> and talking about like how India. They called it the Indian soft power thing, but obviously yeah. it's Hindi, Hindi language. How that is being used as part of a strategy for making the country stronger mm-hmm. uh, with cultural import, exports and stuff. Yeah. Like, how do you explain that to you eight, <laughs> eight and a half years ago that, oh, you're going to be in a symposium on this? Well, yeah, but even just how meaningful um, the connections I've made 
through Bollywood, um, just, you know, with with listeners, with other um, podcasters and fans and critics and just even just people in our personal life that we Mm -hmm. connect with um, about these films. Like that's that's been huge. This Mm -hmm. I mean, Bollywood really personally means so much to me Mm -hmm. Um, in a different way. In a very different way. And, you know, like, you know, so I guess this is where I'll mention, like, Gunde, um, a movie that, you know, many people hate. But That that, was your recommend. It it is. For the first episode. What would be the ideal first Bollywood film? Yeah. And I will say, I have shown that film to people who've seen um, no Bollywood films or very little Bollywood films. And it does go over well. I have a bit more perspective now about why that film was not received well and why many people think it's a bad film. But also... Arjun Kapoor especially. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about nepotism. Well, and the the political context. Well, we we did go into that quite a bit. Yeah. We we talked about the the reason why... Bangladeshi people yeah. would be annoyed by this movie, but we didn't really have the context of who these actors are yes. and where they came from and how their real life history interacted with the the film. Yeah. But that film I still really enjoy. And when I was at a really hard time in my life, when something personal happened that was really awful, to cheer me up you and some friends of ours put that movie on to just like distract me and like and that's the kind of thing that like over time you know that silly movie (laughs) Mm. like i totally understand why people hate it but like and after having watched so many movies now yes like we could see oh this is kind of a riff on like marred yeah and other 70s probably more 80s bachan films but I still have a connection to it. It's yeah. like, you know, the movies you like as a kid, mm-hmm. you might rewatch them and be like, eh, this isn't a really great movie, but you still develop a connection with it. So, you know, I actually do still recommend Gunde. I don't yeah. know if I would like blanketly recommend it in the same way that I did in that episode. Do you remember what I picked? Uh, but I do, I do kind of think you picked Dildadakanejo, which, you know, that holds up real well. It holds up really well, but again, <laughs> we didn't understand where Zoya Akhtar is no, coming from. We didn't no, understand Farron Akhtar. Yeah. We didn't understand uh, Anil Kapoor. Yeah. You know, Shafali Shah, all of these people <laughs> who we've come to appreciate a lot more over the years. Yes. Who are just like, ah, I like this family of oddballs, but it's like, there's a lot more at stake here and a lot more that's yeah. being referenced in things than what you really know. And the career of Zoya Akhtar has been really interesting to follow mm-hmm. over the course of this, too. I do think that's a better recommendation <clears throat> than than mine. But I still kind of I still cling um, to Gunde just because I think that's a movie that that means a lot to me, despite all of its silliness. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the naivete, you know, like part of the reason that like we started this podcast because it was a project for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's still a project for us. That's why we continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the success that has come and gone over the years has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, this is still us um, just wanting to explore 
this interest we we developed in in Bollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a way for the two of us. Um, you know, we are a real life couple, but it was a way for the two of us to kind of do something together. That I think again, you know, when I think about the, how meaningful Bollywood has become to my life, it's also because it's become so meaningful in my relationship with you. And this podcast, I think, was a way for us to. Um, encourage one and like it was a, it was just a way for us to kind of do it right mm-hmm. like to actually sit down and research and watch these films and discuss things and so in many ways this podcast is self-serving and continues to be um i we really appreciate everyone who cares to listen to these things we have to say but i don't think when we started i had fully thought through um being someone who was non-South Asian doing this. Because, you know, we, and we've talked about this in the past for sure, so I apologize if I repeat myself in any way, but, you know, we'd always been fans of anime and Hong Kong cinema and et cetera, and there's kind of more established um, fan bases outside of those cultures for uh, for those films and for those, those TV shows. Among white people. Yes. Yeah. It, yes. Um, but Bollywood, you know, and part of the reason why we started the show was because we weren't seeing that for Bollywood. Well, yeah, because, you know, it's maybe a little bit self-serving, but we were looking at the podcast charts, wanting to find a podcast to listen to about we, Bollywood. Well, and there exactly. was, there was a we, want, we were trying to find things to listen to. We were trying to find critics to read. Obviously, we know a lot more people now in yeah. the online space who are reviewing films, who are doing podcasts. But at the time, we couldn't find anything. Yeah. And so that was a big part of it. I think you podcast was going at that mm-hmm. point, but that was really it. There was the BBC yeah. one too, but I think we got into it as that love Bollywood or whatever kind of faded away. And yeah. that was just interviews anyway. Well, yeah. And, and also we were approaching it from uh, a hobbyist standpoint. The film but, critic angle. Yes. But I naively, I don't think, um, thought that through. Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't mind admitting that now. I have... I think we've always tried to approach things as cinephiles who are genuinely interested in the cinema, but I didn't I didn't really think that through. And maybe if I had, we never would have started. We never would have done this show. And so <laughs> you would have been too intimidated by yeah. So in all the things that you've learned in about some, yourself along well, the way. Yeah, in some respects, I'm kind of glad. Um, but you know, I I do admit that I was that I was naive. Um, and I, I, I also maintain, you know, that no one should ever be limited to only engaging with with art or popular culture or cinema from, like, within their own culture. Yeah. Um, and so that is something that I am really proud of. And I don't think we've ever really pretended to be experts. Um, you know, we, cer- well, we certainly think, picked up... I think in the early days we thought we were laying down facts. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of things we were wrong about. And so you kind of touched on some of them. I think we were, um, I was like, especially early on <laughs> mixing up filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think I had like a very different perception of a lot of the major stars. I remember thinking like John Abraham was pretty serious. I remember really liking Amir Khan. And I mean, they have those aspects John to them. Abraham John Abraham is not a serious actor. John Abraham has not been a serious actor for years, but I, was, but I don't think anyone else could have pulled off no smoking, for instance. Yes. 
Definitely not Shah Rukh Khan. That guy yeah. loves smoking. I think I also thought Ajay Devgan was pretty serious, and having seen Chevet. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think a lot of uh, my Patricium, though. Yes. Right. I like think, yes, I think a lot of my perspectives about the both the directors and the actors. We're kind of pigeonholing them based on their best work. Exactly, or based on the like the limited, yeah, the limited experiences we'd had with them. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I think we're very off base. I, I suspect listening to the second episode would feel more off base than the first. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the second, this, we didn't get it right with the second pancake either, but I think we eventually found our stride. By the 40th pancake or so, you start getting pretty good. Yeah. Um, in terms of pronunciations, which you know has been mentioned to us um, many times over the the past eight and a half years that we've done this show, uh, you know, it's we don't speak the language, and sometimes I think the way the words or the names are written on paper uh, doesn't isn't always obvious to us how things should be pronounced. There have been many people who have helped us over the years, and. Um, I really appreciate that. Yes, I have been told that we've gotten better, which I appreciate. I don't. I don't know if we'll. It'll never be perfect. There are some. You know, we have Western Canadian accents. There are some sounds that our tongues don't really know how to make in the same way. That's Mm -hmm. just kind of a fact, and we will always have these accents. Plus, Um, plus. I also think sometimes, like, I have a habit that I am trying to get out of where I will mispronounce something, and then I will mispronounce, like, continue, like, Nazirudin Shah, I somehow garbled that up. I'm so sorry. I'm sure we've gotten confused with uh, Nawaz. I, but I'm just, I'm so sorry to Nazirud yeah. and Shah, which I'm still probably not saying yeah. correctly. And But I also think like... But the, the thing is, though, that we're also... Okay, and this might be a big generalization, but like... We're also hearing Hindustan, mm-hmm. right? The, the sort of made-up vernacular of the films mm-hmm. that... As I understand now, especially in uh, Mumbai, has a lot of Marathi in it. Mm-hmm. Like we're kind of we're we're learning movie language, mm. and when you're a native speaker, you have actual practical experience. Right. We're we're always going to be watching it through the lens of. Um, a movie or right. looking up on YouTube, like, hey, did an interviewer talk to this person so I can maybe pronounce their <laughs> name? Like. Um, there's just some things you can't do without full immersion. A little bit how, you know, we speak French, but our French is classroom French. We don't fr- yeah. we don't speak Quebecois or Parisian or Belgian French. Like, we speak Western Canadian classroom French. And with a Albert accent. <laughs> yeah. Truly the most combination of French you could, the most cursed yeah. combination of French possible. But I do think I underestimated the difficulty of, of pronunciation. There, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things I underestimate. What what has surprised you most about doing this show over the past eight and a half years? Uh, I mean, we were just talking about this before the podcast, but my love of the actor Prom <laughs> had no idea about this guy. I'm just like, damn, I, you know, just very happy to see him. Like, just sort of bit characters that uh, bit character actors or you know, lesser uh, stars, quote unquote lesser stars that. You're not going to see when you've only seen like the 20 best movies since 2000. Yeah. Like, there's, you know, Shatrugan Sinha or um, 
uh, Amrita Singh, mm. like kind of actors who aren't really around as much and they're not in their prime anymore, but you get to see them. That's the nice thing about movies, right? Yeah. You get to see them in their prime. Like in that horrible movie Babylon, where <laughs> um, the gossip colonist is telling Brad Pitt, right. like, you know, you made, you made it. You're immortalized on screen, but that's the best it's ever going to be, and you're yeah. never going to be able to do that again. You know, we're kind of seeing people at different stages of their career that way. So it's been kind of fun to see them um, change over the course of the years and stuff. Um, and it's fun. Like, it's always all available. So yeah. well, if we want to watch... Okay. It's not always all available. <laughs> that's one of the things we learned about. But, like, um, if you want to see... Young Saifa Lee Khan versus mm-hmm. what he's like now. Mm-hmm. You know, you have that option, and it's it's well, just really exciting. And we approach this project in such a kind of blanket way, where we have <laughs> been trying to like keep up with contemporary and new Bollywood, as well as like explore the history. And we're always jumping around, and so I find. We're not focused. Um, yeah, I find... But you know, I like that. I, I do, too. But I find that, you know, we are constantly in a state of filling in gaps. And there will always be gaps to fill. Well, how do you because, fill in gaps of an entire hundred years of cinema? Well, exactly. And I think that's one of the joys of a project like this. That's one of the reasons why it became a project for us. So, mm-hmm. you know, because we were interested in this... This is how we were able to, like, fuel that interest. And I don't think we would get uh, satisfaction if we kind of focused this show on only covering new releases or trying to do, like, a chronological um, exploration, you know, from, like, the 1940s. That's probably the earliest we would have been able I mean, to start at. I, I, think, I think you could, I have, think a separate, you could have a separate podcast just on Bachan year by year, yes. which is what we're kind of doing. But, like, yeah. I don't know if we would have had the theoretical background to back it up Yes, had we not done the whole show. But there's sort of shows inside of the show yes. that would work on their own. Yes, I agree. Um, the Proncast. <laughs> Look, I think we're going to, we got to focus an episode on Prawn in the new year. Uh, so I guess, like, what's next for us, Matt? <laughs> well, I'm just wondering what other stuff you want to apologize for. I think we got maybe three apologies in. Oh, right. We're supposed to do two million. Um, well, what do you want to apologize for? Well, I almost never want to apologize for anything, <laughs> so... Um... I'm not a stereotypical Canadian on that one. I guess I want to apologize that, you know, the the past year our schedule hasn't, I mean, our schedule has never been uh, regular. This, you know, it we have busy lives. This is a hobby and sometimes it is hard uh, to kind of balance everything. Um, I want to apologize to my haters. <laughs> but this, this show is still very much a priority for us. And so I think, you know, when I say like, what's next? Well, I, I think it's just going to be more of the same. Uh, more of us continuing to do this. Uh, we aren't traveling as much next year, so so hopefully things will be a bit more um, consistent. But this show is what it is, and and I love doing it with you, and I I appreciate so much everyone who listens. It really does mean a lot, and it is very encouraging. I think we have grown a lot over the past eight and a half years doing this show, and we've learned a lot, and. I'm, I'm excited to keep doing it with you. I apologize for this self-indulgent episode. Yeah, I apologize <laughs> to everyone who listened to this one. This, this is still just a hobby that we do in 
our dining room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't make any money. Yeah, we we you know we were with a, a network for a while, but we're currently not. Um, you know, this is something we do because we love it and because it's a it's a project that we do together. But I think had you told me that like. You know, there'd be at one at one point you'd be looking at the number two million, and and some of the opportunities uh, we've had, people we've we've spoken to. Um, I don't know if I would have done it. I think I might have been too intimidated. Hmm. Um, you know, and I we're still a relatively small show. We're not celebrities or anything, but. We're extremely small time. Yeah. Please keep that in mind. We're extremely small time. We do not have researchers. We do not have staff. Yeah. We're literally at our kitchen table. That's why it sounds like this. We have one (laughs) microphone. Um, Like, not not to downplay our accomplishments, but, like, I think there is a bit of a uh, thought about what a successful podcast looks like. Definitely doesn't look like this. But I think... In some senses. In some senses. But I think, personally... I think we're successful. We've put out hundreds of episodes. We've watched over 500 movies. And we've done it together. Just you and I kind of doing everything. And the constant listeners. Um, And I think... I think people would be surprised how often I'm just sitting around in my boxers. (laughs) Sure. Um, Like recording or watching movies or both. Just my whole life. <laughs> How much of life. that happens? Your whole life. Well, yes, we do do this out of our home. Um, and that is one of the many reasons why I don't want to put things on YouTube. This is one of the ways that I, we stayed sane during the pandemic, though. That was a big help, I think. Yeah. Having, and I think, Having a goal, even though it is kind of nebulous, did give you something to, like, look forward to. Yeah. During the pandemic and the fact that it was something you could do at home. Well, and also I think like ultimately like I I feel like we've been successful because we still enjoy doing it. Yeah, I mean you know, I'm still interested st- in Hindi cinema. Yeah, we are still we are doing this because it's something we want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think the moment where um, that's not why we're doing it, like I think that'll come across in the quality of our show. Well, that's... And I don't... If I would want we to just, If we were just doing new movies, that's exactly what would have happened. Exactly, There yeah. have been other podcasts whose focus was on new movies or on gossip and stuff, and that is hard to keep up. Yeah. Especially with, I'll say it, the quality of films has declined. Yeah. In recent years. Probably yeah, Probably five been... or six years now. It's, you know, this... 2023 was an outlier. Yeah, I feel like there's been less to get excited about over the past couple of years, but if we can that's grind also... our way through 2021 and 2022, <laughs> yeah. But that's also why it's great, you know, that there is a hundred plus year years of history, mm-hmm. um, because you know there's always going to be something to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think many of my favorite discoveries in doing this podcast have not been new movies. It's been stuff from the sixties and the seventies. Far from it. Yeah. What's the worst movie we did? Oh, um, I've got mine locked and loaded. Mastizade. Well, I would say hello, Charlie. Ooh, hello, Charlie. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. I think that watching a lot of Bollywood movies has changed my perspective on many things. Like hello, Charlie was worse than hotel. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Hotel had good music. Yeah. At least Hotel is kind of like charming. And it, yeah. It was <laughs> unique 
that it's like built on an ancient Christian burial ground. Um, But like, I think I've grown kinder to filmmakers in a lot of ways, but also sort of ruder. Like, I used to care about CGI. Does this look realistic? Mm -hmm. Now I know it's a tool. Yeah. And if the story's going well enough, you'll just kind of wave it away. Mm-hmm. But if the story is just grinding and terrible, it's just another thing that gets added to it. Um, yeah, I think just realizing the the scope of an entire filmmaking culture. I was never intimidated. I don't know if I could be. <laughs> um, but that's a unique flaw in my character that I... I, I feel like I can do most things if I put my mind to it. But um, well, and I think that's been a good thing that's that's fueled the show is kind of those those differences between us is my crippling lack of confidence and your um, maybe too 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 high on yourself level of confidence. Not high enough. <laughs> I don't know. My crippling insecurities and your. Uh, over security. Over secureness. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's a way of putting it. Yeah. But uh, listeners, let us know what we've done wrong. Uh, <laughs> feel free to email us at Bollywood is for Lovers uh, email address. What is it? Um, Bollywood is for Lovers at gmail.com. But th- thank you so much um, for for sticking with us uh, and for sticking with this episode. If you got to this point, I. You know, don't know why. I know not everyone <laughs> wants a chit chat, chit chatty episode like like this, and so um, maybe you should have put it at the top. You're not required to listen to it, but <laughs> here we, still, we are. We still can. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so we're going to be taking uh, a little bit of a break for January because of many things going on in our lives, um, and so. But we are in the process of prepping for our. 2023 year end wrap up episode and so that should be out near the end of january early february um and then uh our our hope is that things will uh as this year we have kind of this year's turn is looking to be less chaotic for us uh we're hoping that things will be uh consistent after that for a while but you know it is what it is. Uh, the best laid plans you, of mice and men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. But you know, we are always. Um, we're, this is always a priority for us, and we're always we're always working on something, even though we are consistently late. What was um, the best episode we did? I really like um, the first one. Our November episodes. I'm yeah. really happy with those. Um, I really liked our Hindi horror Halloween on folk horror. I was just, yeah. Um, Halloween 7, The Quickening? Eight? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I like those ones a lot. You? Uh, I, I do like the Bachan episodes. Uh, we probably need to get back into our Neil Kapoor Yeah, and Madary Madness is, is coming up in March. Okay, so in the meantime, um, how can people get with the show, Matt? Tumblr. Yeah. Twitter. X, yes. I'm not calling it X. Bollywood, at Bollywood Pod. Bollywoodislovers.tumblr.com. Yeah. We have a, a blue sky. I don't know how that's going. I never look at blue sky. It's going good, Matt, over there, Matt. 
12 people. <laughs> Facebook.com slash for Lovers. You can email at us. You can email us at BollyDisForLovers at gmail.com. That is truly the best way to get in touch with us now, hilariously, is by email. Yes. We've come full circle. Um, uh, if you're a fan of the show, please leave us a uh, review and rating on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, we'd love to see some five stars. Now's the um, time to get Biffle points. Yeah, and then you can cash in your Biffle points. Um, while you're doing that, you can check out my other show that I do with Paul Matwichuk called Trash Art in the Movies. We're also on a bit of a break because of the holidays, uh, but we will be back with our year, like our 2023 year-end episode um, shortly. Uh, that's everything. Oh, we want to thank Becca Dalkey for our artwork. See you at the movies.